Hey, beautiful, and welcome to episode nine of the Easy Biblical Marriage Podcast. You may notice we've got a new name moving away from the name The Contentment Studio, although I feel like that'll always be the name of this in my heart. Um, I love the name Easy Biblical Marriage because it um, conveys so much in three little words. It makes it easy for people to find So um, thank you for your grace and understanding as we make that transition. Um, My paid program is going to be called the Contentment Circle, which I'm really excited about. So making that transition gently and slowly. How are you? How was your weekend? I had an amazing weekend. I absolutely love being on my church's worship team and um, just had the most incredible day at church yesterday. So I'm recording this on Monday and then the episode will drop tomorrow on Tuesday. But I just wanted to tell you guys like, so my church has three services back to back and I get to sing these incredible songs uh, with one of my favorite women. Um, my pastor's wife, and it was just so fun. And the message was so amazing because it was taking about taking action on the things the Lord has put on your heart, which is one of my very favorite topics. Um, and just about how sometimes that means you have to tolerate a little bit of vulnerability and a little bit of failure and a little bit of imperfection and putting things out in the world while they're still a little bit rough around the edges, which you can see me do every day. (laughs) So um, I feel like that's my strong suit. So I was um, very encouraged by that message. So friends with permission, I've got an incredible um, client when to share with you. This is someone who's new to the skills. Um, She joined my paid program and she says, all right, I guess I'm sold. I decided to just go for it tonight and said, I just want to apologize for being disrespectful by questioning you in front of people. And his immediate first response was, thank you. And then he did go on to sharing why he reacted the way he did. And we ended up laughing a lot because he realized in the moment when I said something about how bad it looked to be checking out that specific gun right after the shooting, but he was actually just curious about it because his brother has it and he started thinking about hunting recently after a discussion we had about how some meat is now being created in labs. And the only reason he drew it all out was because he thought I was mad at him and he was on the defensive. He ended the conversation by saying, thank you for saying that, and I'm sorry for how I reacted. I don't think that conversation could have gone any better. I am so happy for you um, and really amazed because um, just maybe 48 hours before that, um, there was a lot of despair going on about um, feeling like uh you couldn't say anything, walking on eggshells and feeling totally shut down because um, of some reactivity that was going on every time, like 
this wife felt that every time that she said anything, there was reactivity um, and anger coming her way. So it's just a great example of how fast things can turn around when you get support. So if you're not in my paid program, get inside it. I would love to talk with you. I offer one hour free consults and they are my favorite thing to do. So I would absolutely love to offer that to you. So I am so excited to share today's episode with you. I got to talk to my friend Danielle of the Holy Grind Mamas. And um, she's been my friend for a while, but she hadn't actually dove into any of Laura Doyle's books or anything. But um, recently she picked up The Surrendered Wife, and I can't wait to let her tell you all about what happened next. So let's get into it. If you're a born-again Christian wife and you want to experience joy and abundant life while being a respectful wife, this is your show. My name is Lucy Martin and I'm a licensed therapist in the state of Maine and I'm also a certified relationship coach. I have the marriage of my dreams and I want that for you too. This is the show that's going to help you get there no matter how far gone things are right now. This is about inspiration and how magnetic biblical womanhood can really be, and it's also full of tons of super practical action steps you can take today. So let's dive in and see what God has for us. So I want to tell you guys a story and then give you something you can try at home. Um, So whenever I find myself having that feeling like, oops, I think I just disrespected him. Um, I have an amazing tool that I was given by Laura Doyle that I say it's kind of like you just take a few stitches out and fix the stitch that you dropped, like if you were knitting. And then all of a sudden the intimacy is like magically back. And um, my husband says that he loves this specific way of apologizing because it makes him feel like I completely get it. Like I get where he's coming from as a man. Um, So the phrase is, I apologize for being disrespectful when I, and again, I got this from Laura Doyle and I'll give you an example of, um, so if we were eating dinner and my husband was maybe insisting that the boys finish their food before getting down to play and maybe I said something I didn't really mean to be a contradiction um maybe I was just trying to trying to clarify but like the way it came out um really landed as a contradiction of um what he was saying like especially to my four-year-old who really starts to get all that. Um, It's very important to us to always be on the same team and be united front to the kids. So I would say I apologize for being disrespectful when I contradicted you in front of Elijah. And I would not offer any further explanation as soon as you offer 
further explanation, you're negating the apology. And Laura Doyle says that it's like you offered him a delicious dessert and then took it back at the last second. So um, you want to just apologize for being disrespectful when I, and then um, just don't say anything else and relinquish control of what he says. I think that you'll find, however, that um, your husband will often respond extremely positively to this apology. Now, I will say it's not always easy to get the words out, even after three years of making this apology. It still um, feels very awkward at times, and yet so worth it um, because it's like this um, amazing miracle of how it instantly restores the intimacy. There's really incredible things happening inside my paid program right now, and I can't wait to welcome you in. I am just having the best time in this group of women. It's my favorite community I've ever been part of. Um, Laughing, crying, and praying together, and seeing incredible, miraculous, fast transformation in our marriages. So I can't wait to talk with you about it. As I mentioned earlier, I love to do these one-hour consultation calls and would absolutely love to get to know you better inside of one. So feel free to reach out to me anytime to schedule one. I can't wait to talk to you. My guest, Danielle, is from the Holy Growing Mamas, and she's my friend, and I'm really excited. Um, So she, like, messaged me the other day and was like, oh, my goodness, I got my hands on this surrendered wife. Like, you said that you're, what did you say? So my friend, um, she told me, she messaged me, and she's like, I'm reading this surrendered wife book, and you need it. And I was like, what? And she's actually going through some challenges in her marriage, and she was in a support group that basically was bashing this book. And she kind of is the personality where if someone says not to do it, she's like, I'm going to read this. Like, they're not. <laughs> Like, why are they saying that I shouldn't read this? So she got her hands on it and read it right away. And she's like, Danielle, you need this. So I was like, okay. And so you read it and then what? Yeah, so I I read it and um, I feel like, okay, first, I just want to say that like, I'm a believer. I've been a believer, you know, a long time. And I thought I was respectful to my husband. Like I would have called myself a surrendered wife, honestly, because I love Jesus and I feel like I, you know, give the Lord my life. And I just have always felt like I'm surrendering to my husband. But the thing that really opened up my eyes is when she said, don't teach, don't, um, don't teach, don't, um, criticize and don't, what was the other one? Um, uh, what's the word? Correct. Um, correct. Teach and like make suggestions, those kind of things. And I was just like, what? I'm like, how do you not do that? Like, and I had realized as I was reading the book, anytime me and my husband have a fight, it is because of how I've said something all the time. And like a big trigger for my husband is when I say no, like he'll say something. I'll be like, no, 
or I'll be like, no, that didn't happen. Or I'll be like, no. And, and I don't really even think about it. It's kind of just something that naturally flows out of my tongue. And I realize, well, that's probably why he really doesn't like that because I'm totally just like dismissing him without even thinking. So yeah, that was, that was really eye opening, And just how like, cause again, in the Christian circles, like you don't really hear that that's not respectful to your husband and you don't realize that they don't like him when she talked about like he doesn't want to be he's not attracted to his mother and like you don't think you're being a mother and even my other friend was like well we're called to be their helpmates right so you think like you're called to help them but I think there's a way that we're to help them and I'm just it's just kind of opening my eyes to like the masculine and the feminine and how that's like really blurred because I think back in the day, like I was joking. I was we were talking about it, me and my friend who showed me the book. I was like, it's almost like we're trying to like Stepford wives. And I was like, that's kind of got a bad rep in the movies and in the media. But I think there's something there. Like they dress feminine. They're all about their husbands. They're giving to their husbands. They're thinking of their husbands. They're taking care of their homes. And somewhere down the line, that became a bad thing. And I'm like, why did that become a bad thing? And so it's, I've just been thinking about like, the more feminine I am, the more masculine he's he's going to be able to be. And that's really just speaking like, today I'm wearing a dress. Like, I don't usually wear dresses. But I'm just like, there's just something about it. Like, reading how she writes, you're just like, that doesn't sound like a bad deal to like, be the feminine one. Oh, and I've realized... It is. It really like to just receive and oh to God. be the feminine one and to say, I want this and I don't want like, it's so funny how like our culture, you read that people are like, what the heck? Like, I'm not doing that. But how it's actually, I believe how it was supposed to be. And then we just like feminism has just like totally wrecked that for us. Like they actually wanted their rights and they wanted to be valuable. But in in reality, they've made it totally like we're men. And yeah, it's, it's been pretty eye-opening. Yes. I love what you said about the help me part being the mothering part, because I've been really trying to clear that one up. And I feel like there's a lot, a lot more communication to do there. Um, But I don't know how much you've ever looked into the etymology of that Hebrew phrase, but it actually is used like 67 times in the old testament or something like that to describe what the lord does for the israelites and um how he's their deliverer and their champion not that we're saving or delivering our husbands either because that's also not good but that um we're championing him and so um like it's like i feel like that's really and that is exactly what she's saying right like what it looks like to champion him means like you trust his thinking and you can it's not I I think where it's different than I haven't really I don't know that much about the Stepford wives I don't know if they were like super in touch with their desires because I think that's where it becomes like that's where it becomes so empowering is like I know before I found this work I didn't even know what I wanted so how on earth was he supposed to know what I wanted (laughs) like that and then you'll hear men say that actually like not you'll hear it a lot. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to please her. I don't know what she wants. Like, what do women want? It's like the big thing all men want to know kind of thing. (laughs) Because women don't even know. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. 
And it's a really like empowering place to be when you know what you want. Like I did like, and I, there's circumstances where my husband is kind of like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And it's almost like it weakens me because I don't know what I want. When you kind of think it weakens you in a weird way when you're like, I want this because you think like you're being too assertive or something. Right. So it's like, again, flipping that script of like what actually a woman is and what actually a man is and how we were actually created and designed and how the world is just totally blurring that. And you just see it so much now, like men wearing dresses, right? Like why are they wearing dresses, right? Like all these things, right? Like there's, there's such this, like, it's just kind of right in our faces. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like there's something here. There's definitely something here. Yes. And like you said, it's infected. I feel like it's infected Christian culture without it even being noticed. It's just like the world's just insidiously creeped in. And like the best way I've been able to make sense of all this is that basically all this stuff was like endemic to the culture. Um, So before, so like we can even, you know, even when you look at like, so how she came up with the intimacy skills was that she asked women who'd been um, happily married for 15 years or more for their secrets so that's why they're biblical um, because like he's the author of everything good like everything yeah. you know well, um I forget where it's going with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah where are they going with that I don't know but why don't you tell me something that's that's changed at your house since you read it like a okay story. so I I just read the book like I don't know a few days ago like it's it's totally fresh and I've listened to it I think twice now um but like my husband so um oh quite a while ago he asked me to get up at five in the morning I was just like how dare you ask me to get up at five in the morning like are you going to be getting up at five in the morning too and I kind of had a really bad attitude about it because I'm just like hello like why am I the one that has to do everything? Right. And the other day I sent him like a reel that this man was basically sharing his secrets about him. They call them their, their uh, cheat sheet. And so the man writes all the things that he wants and the woman writes all the things that she wants. And one of them, he says, I want my wife to get up early because she's a better wife and she's a better mom. So I send this to him and he's just like, I, I told you this and I was like oh yeah okay and so I was like wow he must feel super dishonored mm-hmm. because I am I said no to that and I was like I'm not doing it and then I sent him um, a thing saying like this this husband said to do this for his wife and I was kind of like justifying it like well he wants her to be a good mom and a wife good wife and he's like well of course that's what I want for you too and I was like oh man so the last two days I've been getting up at five in the morning and it has changed me like I get that time with the Lord in the morning I got an hour and a half today my baby didn't even wake up so after 6 30 and I was just like it was so good and I got to pray for my husband I got to pray for my family and I'm starting my day like suited up and and taking care of myself which she talks about self-care which I she talks about I think in the book where this person is like, no, I'm just going to leave the self-care portion. Oh no, that wasn't on her podcast. I started to listen to her podcast. I was like, that is so me. Like, I don't have time for self-care. Like I have five kids, eight and under, like I don't, I homeschool. I do it right. I don't have time, but it's like, 
it has it's crucial right and then how she talks about like what brings you joy and I was like I don't even know yes yeah so relatable I think I've heard that from like literally every single woman like that's always where I start as a coach it's like okay list out 20 things that bring you delight and I couldn't do it when I started either (laughs) now I can fill like whole notebooks with really that's amazing and it's really where my ministry springs from and why I like found the ability to run and not grow tired is like because of being so in touch with like like this ministry is done from that place of joy and delight yeah and like and from that place of desire like the Lord plants a desire in my heart so it's like I'm such a physical person like I feel like practicing with my husband has tuned me into the Lord in such a different way and I feel like as women we're meant to be like in this feminine position toward the Lord like receiving receiving graciously like Ezekiel like receives even these um, very dire prophecies like honey in his mouth like that's a picture of receiving like the way that we can receive the word of God and I just feel like it's been such an experiential education in that and that that's what Ephesians 5 is trying to say um like it's it's not like trying to it's trying to say something that's so good about like God's heart for us as women like it's so he's trying to say something empowering to us as women which is like so 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 misunderstood um yeah it is yes and it's almost like anything that I see the culture fight against like or when there's such a fight against it like sex before marriage right like that's such a fight like the enemy will do whatever he can to make you have sex before your marriage and anything he can to make you not have sex in your marriage, right? So it's like, if there's such a fight there, what yeah. is the truth there, right? And same with the whole submitting to your husband thing. That is such a fight that can bring out the claws and all the things. So it's like, if that's such a fight, then what is the beautiful thing that the Lord has in that? And it really exactly. is. It really is. Yes, that's so well said. It's that is totally a truth bomb. Like it's that and I've been really feeling like that feeling of being on the front line of that battle with like how public I've gone with like this is like for for the good and um like and just fighting like I feel like God's really asked me to like fight hard for his heart for marriage like that and you know to use these tools that like that book gets misunderstood by Christians because it's got a couple problematic things in that particular book um, that my church leadership actually sat me down and told me like, did you know it says this? And like, she actually mentions the founder of Planned Parenthood in the acknowledgements. Which I was yeah, like, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to like position the book. Interestingly, like I, she was probably facing, like as I know her, like I've known her for three years now that's her heart she was just like probably facing pressures right to appeal like she's she's gotten it from both sides right you know like Dave Ramsey says that too he's like I get pressure from the Christians that I'm not Christian enough and I get pressure from the secular world because I'm quoting the bible and like that's kind of the position I see her in because she's getting so much pressure because she actually retracted what she said in the surrendered wife about it doesn't work when um for like men who are chronic adulterers for um 
abuse, like abuse. And it, and the reason that she and the other one was addiction, like chronic addiction, and she right. actually retracted that. And the reason she retracted it was because so many women were completely restoring their marriages using her skills. Oh. And they were doing it like she's got someone on the podcast. I'll have to, I, I really wish I could somebody message me and tell me which podcast this is because I mentioned it twice today. But um, where like this woman um, had a horrible physical abuse situation, like the police got involved. And then, yeah. um, you know, she wanted to restore it. I'm not saying that women should should restore it. I'm saying right. this woman wanted to restore it. She wanted to restore her family. And that's like, Laura's like, that's her choice if she oh. wants to restore it. And so um, she was able to, she she cooperated with the police. She cooperated with the child services. She got safe. She was, um, she was able to prioritize her safety throughout the entire process. And she used oh. the intimacy skills to restore her marriage. Amazing. And it's like- amazing in the same thing like with all kinds of abuse situations and I mean um addiction situations as well um so wow. it's just like she's gotten so much flack for not for that like like basically for giving women hope that are in these situations right yeah. um which it's like I do understand why um that concern would be there right yeah. um and yet it's so empowering to be like if you want to restore your family you can yeah or you god can restore your family because these this is his biblical principles of how life works and i really feel like like i want to see them get restored to like these are biblical principles of how life works right totally absolutely yeah. Yeah, God has the perfect design, right? And yeah. he says in the Bible, you know, husbands love your wives and women respect your husbands. <laughs> but it's like that's it's like we have to know what that looks like and how they're wired, right? And I can see now that when I I didn't even know of being disrespectful or being controlling, but I can right. see now how I'm like, whoa, I'm controlling. Yes. And that's exactly why like I haven't because my, you know, when I had this conversation with my church leadership, they were basically like, I, well, it's not, they weren't like this, but I've been, I've asked myself a bunch of times, like, do I just want to like pretend I don't know Laura Doyle kind of thing? Because like, this is so complicated for Christians that she's the secular teacher. And, right. um, and I'm like, no, because they're, because of that, like, because the way that she's explaining it, it just helps women like it helps women in a different way because she was so controlling and because okay. she is so open um, and that's like really where I try to come from too I like tell all my horrible stories about how controlling I can really be which is really pretty bad um so like I that's why I just I feel so much gratitude for her like because she's been so vulnerable and like paved the way with her story and just with her uh, willingness to put herself out there like even though you know she knows like fear of man is a snare and like that's the verse that just like that probably just like keeps coming back to me whenever yeah. I have any kind of like questioning of what I'm doing or whatever I'm just like fear of man is a snare I'm hearing loud and clear from the Lord that this is 
needed. Like the Lord wants every Christian woman to have this information. Yeah. I can see why you're so passionate about it because it's, it's really something that it's like, it says, you'll know them by their fruit. Right. And so you listen to her talking about her story and the fruit of her marriage. And you're like, well, how can I argue with that? I got to at least try it because like, if she has such an amazing marriage, if she's saying that her husband like dopes on her now and does all these things. And it's just like, wow, like you want that marriage. And so you're like, well, I'm not, not going to try this. Like what's the harm that it can do. Right. It's like, it can't, it can't hurt anything. And even yesterday, it was the first day I woke up at five in the morning and my husband, he takes me on a day date. We haven't been on a day date in forever. And I was just like, wow, this is so nice. Like, Wow. That happened fast. And yes. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And I definitely can see like why you're so passionate because, and the thing is too, is that exactly it's fear man is a snare. And the thing is we're only responsible to the audience of one. And I'm sure many people will tell you when they are speaking truth, they're getting flack because the enemy hates truth. And it's almost like if you're not getting flack, you probably are not stepping out enough yes. and bold enough in truth because truth is offensive it, it is just, it yeah. just... and it's vulnerable it feels exactly. like vulnerability it feels like having your insights on the outside <laughs> yeah. exactly but it also feels like freedom right because there's like nothing to hide and you're not like doing that thing anymore where you're bottling it up and feeling that horrible feeling of like I know the truth but I'm not saying it which you think you're actually helping your husband bottling it up because you're not making a big scene but you're actually stealing from him that vulnerability and that's something that I need to work on because I'll be like oh I'm fine when I'm totally not fine and there's been times where I've actually said like you know what what you did just hurt me and he's like really And we got to talk about it and it was wonderful because I was being vulnerable. And I never realized how men love vulnerability. They don't love controlling and they don't like when we're manipulating, right, to get our way. But when it's truly vulnerability, it's, it speaks and it's, um, yeah, it's awesome. Yes. Vulnerability is the hardest of the six intimacy skills for me too. Um, especially with my family, I just, um. I don't know. I can still really struggle to even know what I feel mm-hmm. to this day. Um, like I just yeah. recognized it the other day. Cause my mom was like, it looks like you're sad about that. I was like, I didn't know I was sad till she said it. Right. <laughs> like it was showing on my face and I wasn't right. aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, it's Oh, tricky. it's tricky with family. So yeah. Tricky. yeah. Oh man. Yes, there's a lot of patterns that go pretty deep for sure. Yeah. But I do feel like vulnerability is so um, the key to connection and to restoration. We were talking in church about how um, offense is like, is the bait of the enemy. And then we were talking about how um, the key to like unlocking that or to avoiding that trap, because the, uh, the word offense actually means the bait stick of a trap. And the, the key to avoiding that trap of offense is to tap into the vulnerability um, and just like be willing to go there. 
Totally. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. I think it doesn't feel good. Like a lot of the time. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And the Bible says, confess your sins one to another and you shall be healed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the most vulnerable thing we can do. And there's like such a freedom in that. And so it's like, again, such a, a hard thing to do. And the enemy clearly doesn't want us experiencing that freedom. So he's going to do everything he can to keep us isolated and silent. And right. It's like, because he doesn't want us experiencing that because there's power and vulnerability truly. Yes. Yes. Well, what would you say to someone who thinks like the skills are manipulation? Or I actually, one time I talked to a pastor's wife who said like, my husband's are, she wanted to work with me one-on-one. And then she told, she went back and talked to her husband about it. And then we like hopped back on a call to talk about how that went. And she was like, my husband's a pastor and he doesn't he doesn't like, you know, he was already familiar with her and he thought that she was saying that it's his, that, that it's her fault. Like he was like, my crazy isn't your fault is what the pastor said to his wife kind of thing. Well, she says that in the book, she says like your husband's issues are not your fault. Like, yeah. He, she pretty much says that. Right. Yeah. But the Bible is also very clear that the husband can be won by the conduct of his wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yes. that's in the Bible. And, and it doesn't say that the other way around either. No, it doesn't. And so again, the world has taken this power as like manipulative, sexual power that a woman has for a man and twisted it for what it's actually supposed to be. Yes, that's so true. And so the fear is legitimate because there is that, there is that potential for sure. And I think even the skills can be abused. Like I've, I've seen that. hundred percent. Yeah. Anything can be right. Yeah. Like, um, I would say like my friend, she was like, cause she actually brought that up. Cause in her support group, probably they brought that up yeah. and she, about the manipulation, she's like, well, it's pretty manipulative, like to do it in other ways too right? To like, try to, right. You could reverse it. And that's manipulation too. When we're being isolated or giving the silent treatment or whatever the case may be, it's like, that's manipulative too. And so it's almost like, well, you can either have good fruit or no fruit from it. Right. And so I would say like all the, all the steps, right? Like being vulnerable, self-care, like asking what you want, you know, being able to receive, like those are all things that are good things. And I think a lot of women, myself included, has a hard time receiving. I didn't really realize that until I started reading this book. And I was like, oh, like that's uncomfortable because I'm always the giver. I'm always the one who like my whole life, I kind of just like was independent, misindependent, right? And so when you get married and you have to not be independent, <laughs> it's it's very hard. And um and then obviously interdependence on the Lord is the is the key, right? And yeah. so learning how to surrender to the Lord. And I believe those relationships, no thank you. I believe those relationships are all connected. No, yes, no please sure. shut the door, please. Here, real life yes real life 
Yes. Well, this has been so good. And I yeah. want to talk to you again uh, about this all, like as you deepen in, because I know what I love is that you were willing to have this conversation when it was so fresh and, um, and that like, I'm knowing what I knew about you from Holy Grant Mamas, I knew it would be an awesome conversation, which it totally has been. And I would love to have you on again when you've kind of had more time um, because it really, three years in, I still feel like I'm just really starting in many mm -hmm. ways. Like, I feel like this just goes on and actually goes really, really deep, like really deep mm -hmm. into, like it never ends. <laughs> and I that's know. also how you know it's biblical and from the Lord because it just has that quality of like, it always benefits, it never ends. Like it's just, um, it has resurrection power, like very dramatic resurrection power for relationships. So it like, that's the Lord. Like there's no, nobody else has that. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's really been awesome. And I feel like if people have Jesus and they have these skills, like the, the enemy can't touch their marriage. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. So amen. I'm so, I'm so grateful to you for being willing to come on. So, um, where can people, um, find you to get in touch with you and follow your awesome, your awesome encouragement? Thank you. So we have a podcast. It's called The Holy Grind of Motherhood, and you can find it on most podcast platforms. And then um, we have an Instagram, um, and it's called The Holy Grind Mamas. Yeah, it's awesome. And I love it. Yeah, it's it's been fun. We just yeah. three mamas, and we just get together and um, we encourage other moms because we need it. We started it because we needed it, and then we just kind of spread from there. So. It's yeah, it's so awesome. Like from the trenches for the trenches kind of thing. Yes, I love that. From yeah. the trenches for the trenches. I never heard that. I, I love like it. that. Um, awesome. well, would you be willing to close us out in prayer? Yes. Thank you. Yes, Father God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for this conversation. I thank you, God, that you are raising up surrendered lives and that we would be wives who love you first, love our husbands, love our families, that you would teach us how to be those wives that you've created us to be, how to walk in that feminine part that you've designed for us to be, God. And I just pray, God, that wives um, who are feeling kind of on the fence with this, God, I just pray that you'd speak to their spirits. I thank you that you are the one that draws us in. And I just pray that you would speak and you would teach us how to be surrendered wives, that you would show us how to love our husbands because you know our husbands better than we do. And so God, I just thank you that you are working in our marriages. God, I pray encouragement over people's marriages who are failing or have no hope. God, I just speak hope into them in Jesus name. And God, I just thank you that your word says that the conduct of the wife can win over her husband. And so God, I just speak that over us and I just thank you for what you're doing. And God, I just pray that you would just cover each of our marriages with the blood of Jesus. And, um, I just thank you for what Lucy's doing and I just bless her ministry. And I just pray God that you would bring the people to her so that she can teach and coach and, um, just be who she is designed to be God. And I just pray God that she would have encouragement knowing that she's doing what she's supposed to be doing and that nothing would be able to stop that in Jesus name. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful and um, look forward to more soon. Yes, me too. Thank you for having me. 
thanks so much for tuning in. And I would really appreciate it if you would just take a sec right now and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you consider just spreading the news far and wide about this ministry, it would really help other women find this work. So thanks in advance for that contribution. And um, I hope to see you on social media. You can find me easily on Facebook at Lucy Martin and link right there on my profile page. You'll see my Facebook group linked there, which is called Biblical Marriage Made Easy and Fun. You can find me on Instagram at Easy Biblical Marriage. And I'm really excited to hang out with you there. A lot of fun talking with people over there.